2 Kings chapter 2, verse 9 and 10. I'll start reading. Uh, And it came to pass when they were gone over that Elijah said unto Elisha, Ask what I shall do for thee before I be taken away from thee. And Elisha said, I pray thee, let a double portion of thy spirit be upon me. And he said, Thou hast asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if thou see me when I am taken from thee, it shall be so unto thee. But if not, it shall not be so. And uh, of course, Elisha, uh, you know, for the people who count, they say Elisha did recorded wise twice the amount of miracles that Elijah did. Uh, he got the double portion of blessing of God's spirit. And all of that is good. And it would be hard for us to, you know, how, how would we, we wouldn't imagine a Bible without Elisha. We wouldn't, you know, we, 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 when we talk of the prophets, we talk Elijah, Elisha. But honestly, uh, there's something here that shows us that uh, what Elisha got wasn't something that was just sort of predestined that he was going to get anyway. It would have been possible for Elisha to not get any of that. And it came down, it came down to him. So he had a request and God through the prophet said, I'll I'll give you the thing you ask for if you do this. And and the and the 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 to me the the potent force here in verse 10 of but if not, it shall not be so. And, and the, the, he was saying, you know, you have to stay with me and you'll have to be with me when you see me get taken up. And there's a lot to that. He had to go further than others. He had to cross over where others held back. He, he had to stay with, with, with Elijah. But, but in doing that, if he did that, he got the thing he wanted. But if he had not done that, uh, he wouldn't have got anything. And uh, I know Wednesday night's not kind of like rev up night, but, but I, I think sometimes we all need a reminder about the fact that uh, we don't get some things and we don't get to see some things because of what we don't do. God is willing, but there is no failure on God's part. There's no failure on what God can give and desires to give. But, but we need to understand that there are some things God hangs on us and God says, I'll do it if you do this. But if not, it shall not be so. And it's sobering to think of when we get through our life to, uh, you know, certainly at least we would become aware of what we could have had And nothing stopped us having what we could have had except we stopped ourselves. We fell into the category, but if not, it shall not be so. So there are things that are not so because somebody didn't do something they could have done. Can I I say clearly that uh, if we had not gone to where we are, you, you can't say, well, Yui would have got saved anyway. Well, through who? Well, well, God would have sent someone. Well, well, who? It's a nice, does that comfort you to think that way? But that was not the reality. 
uh, Nam would not have got saved. All she knew was the big one. But she didn't know anything. There's nowhere to go. You don't drive past the church and say, well, maybe I can go and ask them. You don't have a Jesus freak at work who's going to witness to you. There's none of it. If, if, if we're not there, they don't know. Nobody gets told that nothing comes to them. And uh, so there are things like that, that if we don't go or if we don't do our part, then we will not see what otherwise could come if we will do the things that us. And if you, if you ponder this a little bit, if you go through the Bible, you'll find these statements reoccurring like lots of times. It may be hundreds. Statements like this. And if thou, and then there's something. And because it says, and if thou, it means this. But if thou don't do, or if, if not, then not. So the if hangs it on you. So God has fulfilled his part in, in, in doing what is needed to be done that we couldn't do for ourselves, in providing for you what you cannot do yourself, uh, but God requires of you to, to respond to what he said by you know, doing some things. And for us, it's going and uh, being there. And you'll also read this, if ye will not, then this will happen. And any time you read it, if ye will not, there's also an if ye will. But if ye will not hearken, if ye will hearken, and what God is saying is you decide this. You decide this. And I love, the, I, love the, I love the truth of the sovereignty of God. But let me be really clear. The sovereignty of God does not deliver us from our obligations. The sovereignty of God does not mean that if we don't do it, it will just happen anyway. If, everybody, if, every, if you don't give to missions, well, missions doesn't happen. Oh, oh, well, God will work it out another way. Will he? Well, well, he didn't when the German church stopped sending missionaries. That, he didn't work out another way then. They just folded up and went by the wayside. I mean, history, we have our part. I was, saw a video of a, you know, dash cam in a car, you know, those car accident videos. And there was a video of two cars pulled into each other and bang, here in Australia. And the guy who posted the video, he just made this comment. He said, well, uh, you know, because it, it looked like a terrible crash. He said, thank God no one was seriously hurt. And in response to that, he was barraged with abusive, nasty comments. And people would say things like, thank God, if there was a God, it wouldn't have happened in the first place. And this kind of thing. Uh, uh, If there was a God, then he would have the power to stop these things in the first place. Well, and and someone will say, well, maybe God was asleep. And and just this abuse. And you know what they've done? They've shaped God in their their own image. And God to them is this, if there's a God, he stops every bad thing ever happening and he gives me everything I ever wanted. And that's their God. And because it doesn't work that way, they, they mock and howl and, and nothing new. All right. But let me, uh, my response to that, by the way, was a simple statement that said this, divine ability never overrides human responsibility. Because God has the power to do it, 
does not negate the fact that you are responsible for what you do. So, so don't blame God if you drive into another car. There's no deficiency. Of, that's you. You, you, there's, you know, there's, there's, someone does that. Divine ability never overrides human responsibility. Yes, God, God can do all things, but God, God puts on us to do some things. And he said to Elisha, but if not, not so. I absolutely believe. You know, I look at our people and uh, when we get together like that, and every now and then uh, I just look at them all and I see them all sitting there or I'll be sitting at church and sitting on the platform and I'm looking at them as they all come in and I know all their stories. And so many times they have said to me, uh, they will weep and they're very sincere. They will say, if you hadn't have come, we, we wouldn't have known. And, and they're almost doing this like, do you, not, do you not see it? If you hadn't have come, we wouldn't know. And, and they try to tell you, really let you know. They're not in any doubt. They will tell you, nobody was coming where you found me. Nobody ever came and nobody's come since. Only you. And they, they try to, to make that clear. And so let's be really clear. There, there are a lot of things, and I, you know, I, I won't, but there's a lot more you could say about this. You could talk about the power of the Holy Spirit that we don't harness. You could talk about, honestly, what could happen in our church if we had greater faith and we really believe more of what God said. We're not held back. The culture is against us, for sure. We get all that. But that's not the reason. God can still, God can still do it. Let me give you a closing verse. It's 2 Corinthians chapter 5. And I, I, I get it, it's not rev up night, but it's just some things I think we need to remind ourselves of. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse number 10. This is not talking to the world. Uh, they have a different judgment. This is talking to us. And it says in 2 Corinthians 5, verse 10, for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. All of us. You sitting out there. Me, all of us, those who have gone before us, names and loved ones we know, they must. We must. It calls, it's spoken of Christ in Hebrews, him with whom we have to do, the one we cannot avoid. We must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. I'm very conscious of that. And then he says that everyone may receive the things done in his body. That's now. This is the time of done in the body. Everyone must record the things done in the body according to that he hath done, whether it be good or bad. We must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ to, to, to answer for what we did in the body. And he said, you will receive. That has, to be, that has to be answered. And it will be answered for what you did that was good and what you did that was bad. And it's just a sobering reminder of our duties and our responsibility. The man who buried his one talent was rebuked and you know that, 
And it was said to him, Thou oughtest therefore to have, you, you should have done this. Yours was a failure to do something. And there's a very stern rebuke there. So, so I want to remind you of that, leave you with that devotional thought. Missions, you know, you, sometimes people's missions giving dries up. That is not good. Sometimes people's giving and support to the local church sort of dries up. That is not good. You know, refire yourself. Re, re, rekindle your own spirit again. And, and don't, don't be found wanting. Don't fall into the category of, uh, you know, but if not. Let's, let's keep going. Let's keep an eye on the judgment seat. Some people have got a better eye on, you know, their planning for what's going to happen to their worldly estate than they've given any thought to the imminent judgment seat of Christ. And nothing about your, what you leave here will, will mean a whole lot, except maybe to those you leave here, and maybe what you did or didn't do for the Lord. But, but I'm just saying, if you're going to be conscious of something coming, be conscious of this. We must all, we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. And that's the motivation to, to keep going. All right, let's pray. And, uh, and, I'm, and I'm done. And thank you for, for listening and letting me share a little bit of that with you. Father, uh, speak to our hearts tonight. Lord, help us to soberly uh, uh, look into the mirror of the word of God. Help us to continue and to be faithful. And if we must, pick up that which we have dropped and help us to continue to do the things that matter to you uh, conscious, Lord, uh, that one day, uh, indeed, we must all appear before thee. Uh, I pray you bless our church. Thank you for the time. Thank you for these choice saints who are here. Bless them, I pray, in Jesus' name. Amen. Pastor, thank